Agent Zero back in the DMV. Washington Wizards get a nail-biting win tonight, winning by one, 107-106, led by a combined 68 points by the Wizards' big three. Let's talk about it next on Locked On Wizards. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Brandon Scott, again, with my guy, the real Ed Oliver. Thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Sweatblock. Sweatblock is the sponsor tonight. So, E, close win against a Miami Heat team that was without Jimmy Butler and without Bam Adebayo and Robinson was out tonight. So, I know this is a win. It's a dub. It's very, very ugly dub. But the Wizards do have issues. So the issues the Wizards have, are they fixable going forward? Um, I think they are. Um, this this one was, I hate to say an embarrassing win, but it, it was an ugly win. The Heat only had seven guys seven guys available. Um, like you said, Jimmy Butler being out, Bam Adebayo being out, Gabe Vincent out, Victor Depot out, uh, multiple guys being out, and, and you know, Kyle Lowry having a triple-double, Hay- Hayward Haysmith, I'm, I'm probably – uh, Highsmith, uh, he was clutch towards the end of the game. Jovic and the Wizards just they they struggle against playing against a zone. It's like they have chicken with their heads. They're like chickens with their heads cut off. Um, and they were down by what fifteen at one point. It was it, it did get embarrassing in, in front of the Wizards' big three of Gilbert Arenas, Karan, and Anton. It, it really was. They were getting out hustled. They were getting outworked, out rebounded. They were not getting back on defense. So the things that they really have to fix is transition defense. Um, I thought they moved the ball well. Um, they shot. Let me look through. Thirty-two uh, percent from the three-point line. They, which is not, is below average. They do have to get better shooting the three, but that's that's just not their calling. The four-game win streak. They were really good at shooting threes, but transition defense and just defense in general. Um, the the Highsmith three at the top of the key. Brad and KP. I don't know what kind of communication they were doing, uh, defending the screen, but that was awful. Uh, Porzingis was, you know, he had to foul Highsmith because Highsmith got to the to the basket one time. They gave up a couple backdoor cuts as well. Um, and they just got out of work tonight. You know, the Heat, they didn't have a lot of, you know, they had a lot of undrafted guys, and they played harder than the Wizards to start off. And the Wizards finally woke up in the second half, and they came back. But, yes, I think the effort is fixable. I think the transition defense, that's just about one, two, and, and one to get back. They have to work on that communication. And some of that is on West, too, teaching these guys and having them get back on defense. Some of that's on West until Jr. That was a problem last year, too. So, um, and them adjusting, getting back, playing with Bradley Bill, I, I still see them adjusting, playing with him. Um, you know, other guys were able to get in, in more rhythm while he was out. Now, Bradley Bill played well offensively, uh, but I, I can still see some guys are still trying to get used to playing with him again. Uh, but yes, I, I do think some of the some of the stuff is fixable. Todd Gibson played, and, and Gafford's out of the rotation now. So, um, but yeah, this 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 was it, it was it was very discreet. And I thought the Wizards got lucky too. One guy dropped a pass. Their big man, I think, it was Orlando Robinson one time. Yeah, um, yeah. The the challenge call, we got very fortunate with that. I thought that could have went to the Heat because Todd did hit um, the guy's hand who shot the three. Honestly. Uh, then the Heat challenge, they won their challenge. 
And I thought that was questionable the way they won their challenge. So the, the Wizards got some lucky breaks too, man. They the Heat missed some open shots. Max Struess, that three pointer that he shot at the end of the game, he definitely could have hit that. That could have been that was almost like an SGA um, rewind or or deja vu there. So the Wizards, they they got they got a little lucky tonight too. They did. How do what do I say about this game? <laughs> you know, on one hand, I'm I'm happy for the dub. You know, anytime you get a win, it's a win, but very ugly win. It just, it, it, in my opinion, it shouldn't have been this close. Look, Miami was without Jimmy Butler. They were without Bam, Bam Adebayo. They had no center tonight, really. So, you know, if you look at Gaff plan, how many minutes did he play? Let's see. Four five minutes. minutes. Four minutes. Four or five yeah. minutes. You know, with a, with a team that's lacking a true center and you don't have your backup center in there, I, I, I think that alone is a questionable call. I don't know why. I don't know if he was hurting. I know um, he was feeling his shoulder in the, I believe it was the first quarter. Uh, you saw him kind of feeling his shoulders. I don't know if he had shoulder issues, but I, again, that's unexcusable. You know, they had no center. I mean, they had nobody but Kyle Lowry. Now, if you look at their stat line, you know, Max Struess, like you said, 22 points. He dropped 22 in that last shot. Very mm-hmm. well could have went in. Uh, Jovich, 18 points. Young man was playing tonight. And Kyle, L- Kyle Lowry, man, mm-hmm. jacking his name up. Um, triple double tonight, bro. Like, you know, he did whatever he wanted. Now, uh, another way they, they hit us tonight was free throws. If you look at the free throws, they shot 32 free throws compared to our 14. So they were getting to the line. They were getting foul calls. Now, you can look at a lot of calls. They were a lot of questionable calls, just like the last game. You know, I, you know, there's a lot of calls where you can say, come on, let them play. You know, they're, they're just ticky-tack fouls. But this, this is ugly. This was a very ugly win. You know, if you look at the starting – or not even starting. Well, yeah, it was looking at the starting five. Mm-hmm. Um, Bill, 27 points, uh, leading all scores, 18 assists. I like what I saw from Bill tonight. He played well. Um, it was an off-shooting night for both Kuz and KP, but they both contributed 21 points and 20 points uh, individually and 17 rebounds for KP. So, you know, if they're having bad games and they're still dropping 17 rebounds, I'm cool with that. But once you step outside the, um, the, the big three, Denny went down with an injury, so he, um, he three points. Monte was benched. You know, we were talking about before the uh, mm-hmm. before we started. He got benched. You know, his final stat line was six points, five rebounds, five assists. Looking at the bench, Corey Kispert. He has arrived. He is playing out his mind right now. His three-point shot looks beautiful. I mean, he is rocking, man. Five for eight from behind the arc. Uh, really, another good game. Now, if you look at the final three guys from the bench, they all donut holes with points. Now, Gaff, again, four to five minutes played. Barden. Got benched, zero points. And Taj Gibson, zero points. But I thought that his leadership showed. Um, you know, we always talk about the the effort, the the categorical stats that aren't categorized. You know, the, you know, hard work. You know, he was he he showed out through effort tonight. But outside of that, you know, again, the bench struggles outside of Kispert and Rui. So mm-hmm. you know, that's another area that needs to be shored up. So you know, again, very very ugly win. A hundred percent. And we'll go in depth more about Taj and some more about the game, but we'll get a quick word from Brandon from Sweatblock. Absolutely. Today's episode is brought to you by Sweatblock. Now, I'm a bigger dude. I like to work out, and I sweat all the time. Sweatblock wipes were invented by a doctor and are guaranteed to work, or you don't pay. They call it the Sweatblock Dry Shirt Guarantee. If Sweatblock doesn't keep you dry, you get your money back. If you or someone you love is experiencing embarrassing sweat or odor, like me sometimes, try Sweatblock. Risk-free today. Save, save 20% with promo code LOCKEDON at sweatblock.com. Also available at Amazon. So, 
talking about Taj. You know, Taj, his leadership, his effort show tonight, it was, you know, it was, we needed it. We needed it on the bench unit because this is another game where the bench struggles. And, you know, I had to say the bench overall because Kispert again did well. Mm-hmm. Rui again did well. So, you know, I know we're dealing with injuries. Jordan Good was out and DeLon Wright is out. Is there is there any other alternatives, you know, like maybe Chris Dunn or anybody you, you, you would like the Wizards to bring in to kind of solidify that second unit point guard position? Um, I would say, yeah, Chris Dunn, I want to bring him up. And Taj was huge tonight, man. He was diving on the floor. He had a couple of deflections. He had two blocks. Um, I did say it was a questionable call. I did not think that the Wizards were going to win that challenge at all. Um, but they got very fortunate because Taj did hit his hand. There might be an NBA report that will come up, like the last two-minute report that will say the call was wrong. But who cares? I'll take the win. I'll take the dub. Um, he had eight boards, one assist, one steal, plus 12 and a plus minus box. Um, and I thought he did a good job setting screens. Now, he did take a shot at the end of the game. He was wide open at the high post, um, and he missed it. It was a wide open shot. That could have sealed the deal. We were already up by one. Could have put us up by three. Not not sealed the deal because, you know, they could have came down and hit a three. Uh, but Taj was huge tonight. And he won the defensive player of the belt, uh, belt tonight as well. So he was huge, man. And um, it just looks like West is just not fond of Daniel Gafford. Again, Daniel Gafford only played five minutes. He was a minus nine, zero points and two fouls. Um, so he's really out of the rotation. You brought up Will Barton, too. Will Barton, eight eight minutes tonight, 0 for 2. Uh, Will, he just, minus 11, he just, he has been, he's he has not gotten in a rhythm here in D.C. And he takes a lot of tough shots. Um, his shot selection, he takes a lot of tough shots. So his shot, shot selection is basically taking tough shots. A lot of heat check shots. We've talked about this before. Um, and he dribbles the ball a lot. You know, it's a lot of ISO ball from him. I do like Will Barton's game. I do think he can help off the bench. I do think he can be. Uh, a six-man microwave score, but it, it just hasn't worked out so far in D.C. Same thing with Monte. Monte was 0 for 5 tonight from the three. Um, I thought he made some good plays, though. He had a nice um, transition layup, and then he made a jumper as well. But, you know, the Nuggets guys, they just haven't, you know, they haven't really made a, a huge impact on this team and this roster so far. So I think Wes, it was huge for him to make a decision to go away from those guys. It was definitely a wonky decision to play Gibson and uh, Porzingis at the same time, but it worked out at the end of the day. We wanted to see KP and Gaff play together, but it looks like Wes Until Jr. Does, definitely doesn't want to do that. The final lineup to close the overtime game was Bill, Kuz, Kispert, uh, Taj, and um, and uh, Porzingis. And then another lineup that he had in there when they started to come back when they took the lead was once again, it was it was Rui, Kispert, Kuz, Bill, and Taj. And that's when they started to come back. They were down by 75. They were down by 75 to 85. And with that lineup, they brought it up to 91 to 90. So um, it looks like Kisper, he needs some more playing time. He, he may have to start because he's shooting the ball well. Um, Denny had a dislocated finger. It just wasn't his night tonight. He did give up a couple buckets. He only shot the ball twice. Uh, but he passed up a couple of open shots, and he needs to shoot those threes. And they played a lot of the, – the Heat played zone all game, so you need shooters out there. And it was Corey Kisper's night. If you're going to leave a shooter wide open, which was uh, Eric Spolster's downfall, even though the zone was working for the most part, if you're going to leave shooters out there, Corey Kispert's a guy that definitely will hurt you. And he hit five to three tonight. Corey Kispert was huge tonight. Corey Kispert was <laughs> – I'm not going to get to the player game yet because we ain't to that right. point. But, I mean, look, he showed out. He he is really playing well uh, coming back from you know, injury. You know, he's shooting the ball at a high level. Like you said, five for eight from the arc. They did, they had no answer for Corey Kispert tonight. Uh, again, Rui was was solid. You know, those, those two guys have been solid on the bench unit. 
you know, the, the starting unit, you know, Bradley Bill, again, he had a very good game, eight assists, <laughs> 27 points. But like you said, Monte Morris and Barden are starting to become an issue somewhat. Monte Morris, I don't, you know, I know that we have both uh, Goodwin and DeLon right out, but right. we've got to look at some options at point guard because Monte Morris ain't in that starting point guard position. He's just, he's not, he's too passive. He's, he's just, he doesn't have that, that jolt to mm-hmm. drive the lane like Wall and Westbrook did. And that, and that's exactly what this team needs. This is exactly what Gafford needs. He needs a point guard who's going to drive the lane. He's going to open up shooters on the perimeter. You know, he's just, he's passive. And if you look, if you watch the game, there's plenty of opportunities for him to drive. He's just, I don't know if he's hes- why he's hesitant, but he's got, they, they're, they're leaving the lane wide open for him. They're, they're daring him to drive. And, it, and there's times where I think there was a fast break tonight where he had a nice layup. So he can finish. I don't know why he's hesitant, but you know, like you said, Barton, you know, when he's on, he's on. When he's off, he's he's gone. He's not even part of the equation. So the, you know, this acquisition from Denver is, I think, it's run its course to a certain degree. Now Barton, he is on his prime contract, so he could mm-hmm. be paired on. You know, we're talking. Hey, he's getting to that time of the year. Yeah. You know, what is it? December fifteenth. You know, people are already starting. You know, the hot stove is already warming up. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you're looking to make a move, Barton, aspiring contract. Doesn't seem to fit in with the long-term outlook of the team, so he could be moved. Mm-hmm. Monte, I like Monte. I, I would love to see him stay to be the point guard of the second unit, but mm-hmm. he's just he's not it starting right now. He's just not it. No, 100%. He's definitely not. But we're going to get to um, – oh, I, I do want to give Bradley Bill props for when he got to the basket, he gave a really nice pass to Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma hit a clutch three um, to tie it to go to overtime. So that was a big play by Brad in the clutch. He did have a turnover in the clutch that I wasn't happy with, but Brad made some big plays down the clutch. He, he made a free throw. I mean, he made a layup as well to get the Wizards back and within reach and then made the pass to Kuzma to hit the corner three. Kuzma on the next play, he hit a three on the backboard. So it was just it was just that kind of game. It really was. But we're going to get to the player of the game, and then we'll get to a couple of comments, and then we'll wrap it up early tonight since it's Friday night. We're going to let you guys enjoy your night. Um, before we do get to that, this episode is brought to you by Bet online. Bet online is super easy to use. I use it all the time uh, on betting on sports, betting on football, commanders, you know, wizards, whatever. BetOnline.net is your number one source for spet for your sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer and esports. We've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fixed. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Um, speaking of trades, you know, we're going to talk about in another episode. Um, Shams came up with a report about the Suns wanting Kyle Kuzma. We don't have to talk about it now. We'll talk about it next episode. But the, I know I sent that to you. The Suns have interest in Kyle Kuzma. You know, I, there's no interest in Barton and Monte, but. You know, the trade stuff is swirling around. Emmanuel quickly is available. Derrick Rose is available. I'm not saying I want those guys, but I do think those guys like quickly are faster than Amante than Monte Morris and get and can get to the paint. I mean, if you do want to chime in, you can, but we can definitely touch on this in another episode. I know we want to wrap it up tonight. So Yeah, it's, it's Friday night, and I know everybody's trying to pop up mm-hmm. with beers, man. So I'm not right. So we'll talk about <laughs> Right. All right. So who is your play of the game? I'll play the game. I'm rolling with Kispert, man. I it's I'm conflicted because I want to say Bill. We've been tough mm. on Bill. He showed out tonight, 27 points. But I'm gonna say Kispert because um coming back from injury, 
you know, his shot is starting to look nice. He is starting to shoot the ball at a high level. Uh, defensively, I'm rolling with the team. I'm rolling with Taj. I thought his effort tonight really kept the second unit out of trouble. Now, they didn't mm. perform well outside of Rui and Kispert, but his energy and his leadership really showed. And the play of the game. I'm going to have to play of the game. The play of the game is Kuzma hitting that three-point shot to take us mm. to overtime. That, that saved us right there. Definitely. Yeah. My player of the game tonight, uh, um, it's a tough one. I mean, KP, if you look at the numbers-wise, you would say Porzingis just because of the rebounding, 20 points, 17 boards. But honestly, I thought he was a little f- finesse tonight. He didn't have him on the three-point line. He was 7 for 20. Um, he had a pump fake, and he shied away. I thought he should have dominated a little bit more than what he did, especially with this, with the uh, Heat not having like a legitimate big center. Like they were playing Jovic at center, and Jovic is a very lean uh, guy. Um, I don't know how much he weighs, but he's he's a you know he's a smaller guy too. And the other guy, they had, the other big that they had, uh, Orlando Robinson, is a, is a is a leaner guy as well. I thought Porzingis should have dominated those guys, even though they were playing zone. But to make a long story short. Um, you know, I'm, I'm gonna go with Bill. I am 27 points, eight assists. He did have seven turnovers, but he came through in the clutch and he made a, a, a smart pass to uh, Kyle Kuzma for the three pointer in the clutch. So I, I got to give it up to Bill tonight. I thought he played well, but Kispert definitely is close. And Gibson was my X factor or you know, defensive player of the game, defensive belt winner of the game. Yeah, I mean, I thought Taj did well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, his leadership really showed out tonight. But Kispert, you know, Kispert just continues to impress. These young guys are starting to really impress. You know, Rui's had a really good year. Uh, Denny's kind of finding his shot, but, you know, the defense is there, you, you know. But overall, I like what I see from the young guys. Even, you know, Johnny, you know, he's shown out with the go-go. So, But out of the young guys, Rui and Kispert have just been impressive so far. Mm. So Yeah, Rui well. Rui had a couple – he had a nice dunk where um, Porzingis had a nice pass to him as well. And I thought Rui got hot in the first half. Um, I thought he played well for the most part, 6 for 11 from the field. Um, Brad hit five threes tonight. Rui had eight boards, so he was boarding as well, doing other things than just scoring. Had three assists, facilitated a little bit to, as well in one still tonight. So I thought Rui played pretty well. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna get we're just we're just gonna read three comments tonight and then wrap it up. <laughs> Ben's starting off hot, starting off hot, man. Starting <laughs> off hot. Uh, he says Will Barton is a street baller. He'd be perfect in a rec league where he can be the man and jack the ball up. LA Fitness Legend. What do you think about that comment, Brandon? I'll let you take that one. <laughs> what do you say to that? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh. Um. I would say that he's a little, you know, like you were talking about earlier. He's, you know, he's an ISO guy where he's mm-hmm. high energy. So when he's on, he's on. When he's off, he's off. So, you know, <laughs> LA Fitness. Mm-hmm. Reggie Pierre coming in hot as well. He says Monte Morris is hollow. Neto. Um, honestly, hollow Neto got to the basket more than Monte, yeah, to be honest absolutely. with you. He was quicker and faster. Now I can see uh, both where you're coming in defensively. Where they're both just turnstiles and cones or sieves, it's just too small on the defensive side of the ball. So, um, but I honestly, um, Haul got to the basket more than Monte. Brandon, you still there? Yeah, um, we'll re- we'll read one more comment. Bingo, Big O says, "Are oh, you still there, Brandon? Did you have anything to say that or or no?" Um, where are we on uh Taj for MVP? Yeah, we can skip the hollow. I already touched on the hollow nettle comment. We can just move on from that. Uh, Big O says Taj for MVP. 
Um, Perfect Finance says, even if Bill scored 50, the four-game winning streak showed us something we won't have on the court when Bill is around awful game, awful rotations. Hachimura was non-existent. No, yeah, I, Perfect Finance, I, I highly disagree with that. Rui had a, he had a good game. He played really solid. And uh, he, had, he had a couple of deflections, too. He almost had a steal, but it went out of bounds. Um, and I thought he was moving his feet on defense. He gave effort. Um, Rui was balling. We don't win this game without Rui tonight. He had a couple nice finishes around the rim. Um, so I, I disagree with with I disagree with the Rui part. Um, you said the four game winning streak showed us something we won't have on the court when Bill is around. I, I think they're still adjusting to him coming back. Um, the Thunder game was a winnable game. I thought they should have won that game. It just came down to some adjustments from Wes. So I'm not blaming that loss on on Bill. Um, the other one, awful rotations. The rotations were questionable, but I think honestly, I think they played better. Their best rotation, the best five, you know, Denny wasn't on the court with their best five. It was it was uh Koo, the the team that come back. I already said it was it was Taj, um, Bill, Kuzma, Kispert, and uh Rui was on the floor when they came back. They were down by 10 and Rui was on the floor when they came back. Denny Denny didn't have a, he didn't have a great game, he didn't have a bad game. You know, Denny didn't. He, he wasn't really a deciding factor in the game tonight. And he hurt his finger, um, but Denny Denny played well during the four game winning streak. I, I I do agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that, but I don't agree with Rui having. Yeah, I think he played well tonight. Um, yeah, he, yeah. He had maybe a few bad games this year. I mean, overall, Rui's been very consistent on the bench, if not the most consistent player on the bench, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, John who says can play Gibson and KP together, but no guy. Yeah. He's just Gafford is really in the doghouse um, for West until junior. Uh, I just, I just don't know. And, and honestly, yes, you should just trade him. You know, Brandon, you said to trade him. Now I'm on board with it. If you're not going to play him, you're going to pay. Him. There's no reason to pay Gafford $13 million a year next year, three years, $40 million. If you're not going to play the young man, is I mean, there needs to be a talk with Tommy Shepard and West Ham. So they need to be on the same page. Because obviously, I don't know what's going on. They look like they're not on the same page, and um, they 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 need to make something happen there. Thank you. I was just mm-hmm. about to say that they're not on the same page. Mm-hmm. You know, they need to talk because to give this guy an extension, you know, that's pretty much saying that they, this is going to be your backup center going forward. So mm-hmm. you, when you're playing a guy four or five minutes a game, you know, either they're because really, you don't know if they're showcasing them because they're not playing them. So right, they're not. Yep. You know, so it, it, it's a tough one. I don't. Oh, Kevin says I wonder if Gafford could be the trade piece for John Collins. There was a report of John Collins being uh, shot by Atlanta. Yep. And uh, and we talked about this going to the offseason. Yeah, uh, I don't think you you were you were in a favor of John Collins coming to DC. Were you? Uh, it depends on the package. I just. Because the the package that was floated out there was Kuzma for John Collins, and I don't think John Collins is better than Kuzma. I think it's a lateral move, you know. So I I didn't see a point in trading for John Collins. John Collins, he's a good player, but he's a guy that needs he needs to be spoon fed too. He's not a guy that can score off the dribble like Trey Young throws lobs to him. Same thing with Dejounte Murray, and we don't have a guy that can do that on this roster. The Wizards need a point. They don't need another big, in my opinion. They they need a point guard. That's their biggest need. And they need a small, they need a three and D small forward. Um, the Suns trade, if they and we'll talk about that later with Kuz, it would have to be, it, it just would it would have to be Jake Crowder would have to be included in that trade. And that that he could be a three and D answer, but then you lose Kuz, you know, who who really helps this team. So it's really no win-win with trading him to the Suns. But like I said, that's another conversation for another day. But um, in order to get John Collins, you you have to include Kuz in that trade. And I think 
I'd rather just keep Kuz. And, and John Collins is getting paid more than Kuz. John Collins is getting paid $25 million a year. There's really no point in doing that when Kuz is on 13. Now, Kuz is going to get paid more next year. Yeah, so that's probably why the report came out, too, because they know – the Suns know the Wizards have to make a decision on Kuz. So the Suns are like, you know, which, what are you going to do with Kuz? Yeah, I'm not I'm not moving Kuz for Jay Crowder. I mean, I know I was in favor mm-hmm. of Jay Crowder coming to DC, yeah. but not for Kuz. I, I'm, I'm a big fan of Kuz. And I just, you know, just like uh, you said with Bill, I'm not just going to give him away mm-hmm. unless it's for an expired contract like we were talking about, Russ coming over from the L.A. But um, let's do one more comment. Let's see. Uh, mm-hmm. Peace says, one word to describe the game. <laughs> Embarrassment. It was. It, it it was because this is a this shouldn't have been that close. We beat them in overtime by one. Right, right. I mean, you know, they're without Jimmy Butler. They're, they're without Bam. They're without Robinson. They're, they're sharpshooter. You know, we Kyle Lowry's almost single-handedly beat us tonight. So, mm. I mean, on one hand, it's good to see a dub. But, in, you know, on the other hand, it's like, you know, what are we talking about if we're barely beating an underside? You know, look, they ran seven-man rotation tonight. It was a seven-on-one seven players suited up. Yeah, I mean, come on. And we barely beat them? I think that's alarming. You know, we got Charlotte. You know, Charlotte, I think I think uh, Melo's out again. Yeah. So you can look at Charlotte at, you know, because it's the final game of the homestand. You you, you want to say there's a winnable game, but really? Because they got some guys. They got more guys healthy than Miami does. Mm-hmm. So if they, you know, they're not – if the transition defense isn't shorter by then, you could see Charlotte come in Capital One and run the table. You know, it's just – so it's, it's a very embarrassing win. Right. And I'll list off the Wizards win. They beat the Grizzlies out without Jaw. They beat the Bulls without Zach Levine. Um, there's just so many. They beat the Sixers without Joel Embiid. There's so many games that the Wizards have been fortunate where their stars have not played. So it, it is concerning when they start playing. Um, they beat the Mavericks without Christian Wood. I mean, you can say we didn't have Porzingis that game, but a lot of the games, even that we played the Nets without Kyrie, without Ben Simmons, and we got we got blown out by 42. So I mean, there's just a lot of a lot, and then then we beat the Pacers without Miles Turner, and then Miles Turner plays, and we get blown out by the Pacers. So a lot of their wins really have been with against teams without their number one or number two or number three options, or just their star MVP. Job Moran's an MVP caliber player. Joel Embiid's an MVP caliber player, and we played a lot of teams without Jimmy Butler's an All Star, Bam Adebayo's an All Star. So I mean, what I'm getting at is it's you know. You got to look at that, man. So when the Wizards start playing more healthy teams, how are they going to do? How are they going to respond? Yeah, right before real, my my comment is this: this team needs. I don't know if they need to do a players only meeting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Tommy needs to talk to West behind closed doors, have lunch, talk about this. But they need an identity. They, you know, enough of this. You know, roller coaster ride. You know, you're beating good teams, you're losing to good bad teams. You know, you got to have an identity. You really do because, like I said, the stove is getting hot. Hot stove is coming, man. So, mm-hmm. you know, they got to figure it out quick. But we're going to go ahead and end it there. I know I, uh, we want to appreciate everybody showing out tonight. Friday night, definitely beer 30. So, um, definitely <laughs> appreciate you guys coming out tonight. So, thank you for making the Locked On Wizards your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and then take it today. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get podcasts. So, we're trying to get 3,000. So, help us out. Um, definitely like, subscribe, comment, uh, check me and my guy, the real Ed Oliver, on Twitter and Instagram. Hit us up. And again, thank you everybody for showing out tonight. Everybody have a blessed Friday night. Have a good weekend and see you on Sunday night. The Wizards are playing at home. Last game of the home stand against the Charlotte Hornets. So again, everybody have a good night and peace. <laughs>